you need to ask yourself ask yourself where am i going with these people where am i going with this person where are these people taking me where is this person taking me take stock of the people you're choosing to surround yourself with are they a comfort zone where you are only being enabled to do more things that are not good for you or are they the accountability community you need are they constantly leading you down a path of distraction or are they encouraging you to do better and be better do they use you for their own benefit only or do they show up for you very important questions to ask yourself sometimes we just aren't compatible with certain people and that doesn't make them bad or evil it just means you are not meant to be associating with them because there is no relatability there are no shared interests the values are completely different their character traits they have no space in your life they have no place at the table that you're trying to set up make the time make the space in your heart have expectations and communicate them please talk talk to your people and just be consistent hi community welcome or welcome back to a cupful thank you so much for being here i truly appreciate it how's everyone doing i hope we're all good i for one am doing absolutely amazing actually i am too blessed god is so good all the time consistently in every season for real for real so yeah i'm really grateful i'm, I'm really really grateful i'm grateful for the warm weather i am grateful for just everything that I have access to. I'm grateful for the clothes I have to wear. Listen, every single thing, the warm water or hot water, actually hot water that I have to bath with, the clean water that I have to drink, there isn't anything that I'm not grateful for. Especially all of the things that are allowing me to live on a daily basis and to live fully. So yeah, I hope you're also taking the time to just look around you and appreciate everything that you have and appreciate everything that you've been blessed with. So in this week's episode, I really wanted to talk about the importance of always taking stock or taking inventory of the company you're choosing to keep, the significance of doing so and the impact it can have on your life. You know that saying, birds of the same feathers flock together? Yeah, it's true. As human beings, we are more likely to associate with what resonates with us the most. At first, it's those shared interests, being into the same genre of movies and series, having the same sense of humour, perhaps even the same sense of style. You know all those surface level stuff, and I call them surface level because those are all of the external things, all the things that we can see, all the things that immediately draw us to each other. All the things that you'll pick up when you are in conversation with people like, oh, this person is into the same kind of things that I am into. So yeah, those are the things that we pick up on the fastest because these are the things that are in eyes view and ears view. I, I call it eyes and ears view. These aren't the mental, emotional and spiritual aspects. Eventually though, as you get to know a person, things become more intimate and you get to see the internal stuff. Obviously, if that's how far you're choosing to go with the person then things will become more intimate which is something that can also bring people together sharing things being vulnerable and sometimes those connections are healthy 
and sometimes they aren't so they have the potential to be healthy and they have the potential to be unhealthy an example of unhealthy internal connection is trauma bonding the relatability and finally feeling like you're not alone like there is someone who finally gets you who understands your trauma and you can relate to them and they can relate to you and you sort of mirror each other please be careful not to find yourself trauma bonding with someone it is toxic and not a healthy connection to have because one person will most likely want to become a savior in that situation or both parties will end up enabling each other instead of encouraging one another to get some help i've definitely been there so just be careful and be able to pick up the signs you can easily look up what trauma bonding is i'm not going to go into that because i am going to then not be able to get into what i'm actually trying to get into in today's episode i'm just going to be here forever and ever and ever and we all know that i can talk for a very very long time (laughs) so it's not that i i'm not going to be able to say anything or say much it is simply because this episode will be two hours long and yeah we we don't we don't need that we don't need a two hour long episode um so yeah look up what trauma bonding is understand what trauma bonding is and make sure to you know catch yourself if you have maybe been in that situation before Make sure to catch yourself and not end up in that situation again. And if you haven't, just read up on it, inform yourself. Again, we're humans and it is in our nature to relate to each other, to belong, to not be left out. And we are most likely going to be drawn to people that are more like us, even if it is not healthy. But I can imagine that if you're listening to this podcast, you are trying to work on yourself to prioritize your well-being. So you really aren't trying to maintain or cultivate relationships that aren't good for you, that are unhealthy, which is why it's really important to always take inventory, always take stock. And I guess I just want to make a disclaimer. I want to make a disclaimer that I'm not saying be paranoid. I'm not saying constantly investigate your friends, especially if you're in a healthy relationship, if you're in a good community with people, if you are just the nature of your relationships platonic and romantic are healthy and they are in a good place when i say take stock i say just make sure that you are looking at the role that you are playing in that friendship and the role that the other person or other people are playing in that friendship as well the role that you are playing in your romantic relationship and the role that other people are the other person rather is playing in the romantic relationship And just make sure that you are in the same place with those people, that you share the same idea of what relationship and community is, and that you are all pouring into as you should be and all contributing to the building of that and sustenance of it as you should be. So yeah i was listening to a sermon actually before i properly get into this episode by pastor sarah jakes roberts and she was saying you need to ask yourself ask yourself where am i going with these people where am i going with this person where are these people taking me where is this person taking me that is very very important and especially if you can feel that "Mm, 
maybe I've outgrown this relationship, maybe I've, I've outgrown this person, who I am now, who this person is now, is not who we were when we met a while ago, I've grown, I've healed, or that person has grown, has healed, and not on the same wavelength, I, I'm not sure how how likely it is that someone who isn't particularly grown or healed or in a good place with themselves will have the self-awareness to realize that this is this is not good for me or I'm not good for this person anymore but if you are seeing that this is not good for you then that's definitely something that you should look into and ask yourself why you are finding yourself in this position and just figure it out so take stock in that way take stock of the people you're choosing to surround yourself with are they a comfort zone where you are only being enabled to do more things that are not good for you or are they the accountability community you need? Are they constantly leading you down a path of destruction or are they encouraging you to do better and be better? Do they use you for their own benefit only or do they show up for you? Very important questions to ask yourself. Because of course, when you are in relation with people, when you are in community with people, it must benefit them, but it must also benefit you. We must all benefit something from the relationship. We must all give in the relationship. Are you constantly performing or can you be all of who you are and feel safe in that friendship or those friendships? Um, the significance of it. So ask yourself. Very important, ask yourself, do you feel safe? Is this a person, are these people that you know you can pick up the phone and call in an emergency? Are these people that you are able to laugh with, have drinks with, eat food with, these people that you are claiming are your friends? Are these people that you can rely on? And are you the person that they can rely on as well? I've also realized that it's very easy to say my friend my community my people remember those are just words those are just words hanging out with a person um, once a week and having lunch with them and talking about other people doesn't make you guys friends doesn't mean you guys are in community it just means you're gossiping about other people it just means that you are using other people as the foundation of your relationship because if you're not talking about other people then you have nothing to talk about right um, it doesn't mean that because of you've known someone for 10 years um, and you, you've been friends from high school then you guys are still friends and I am learning that just like you can't be saying I love you to just about anyone you can't just be calling just about anyone your friend what makes you guys friends is it because of you were friends in high school because you spent your all of your years in high school being friends or is it because of you share the same values you are all growing in the same direction you all want very similar things for yourselves and so you align in that way and you're able to encourage each other and hold each other accountable is it because of they are someone that you genuinely enjoy being around do they add to you do they make you feel loved and cared for and seen what is it that makes this person your friend because if we're being very honest a lot of the times when we're calling people our friends and there's actually no substance to that relationship they are actually just an acquaintance 
when you get together to drink a glass of wine um, and talk and catch up with your friend, you are talking about different aspects of your life. You are connecting and communicating in a specific way, you know, especially if this is a person that you aren't able to see all the time because adulting, obviously, and the dynamics change. For a lot of us, friendships have changed significantly, drastically. People are moving out of cities, moving out of provinces, moving out of the country. And so the dynamic of the relationship will change, of the friendship, of the community. It will change, right? And then obviously it would be up to you and your friend or you and your friend to figure that out and talk. Also, friends communicate, friends talk, friends are trying to find ways to meet up and connect with one another. Friends are sending each other a text, even if it's every now and again. Friends are sending each other an email, even if it's every now and again. You know, whatever dynamic you have with your friends that works, as long as it works. But what's important is you're not calling something that's not a friendship a friendship. Yeah, so very important questions to ask ourselves. Very important to be honest with ourselves very important to call a thing what it is so yeah the significance of taking inventory taking stock is a form of being mindful of yourself it is a commitment to doing better by you and evaluating your relationships um and it's a very important thing to do like i said when you do this you're giving yourself an opportunity to review whether the people you have in your life are matching up to the person you are now and the person you are working towards becoming in the future. Remember, the company we keep has a big influence on us, whether we like it or not. The energy that people bring into your life, the intentions that they have when it comes to you, their actions, their character, and their own values. We experience all of that and it does have an impact. So you need to review that because you need to see and decide if the people you have around you are on the same wavelength as you, on the same growth wavelength, on the same healing wavelength, on the same being intentional wavelength. If they are the ones that will be able to positively add to your life, if they won't be the ones to drain the life out of you, if they will be the ones to introduce new perspectives into your life, if they will be the ones to water you and pour into you, And if they aren't, you have to be intentional about making space for people that are. If a relationship is no longer serving you, then it just isn't. If you aren't compatible with a person, then you just aren't. Don't force something that can either no longer be or was never meant to be in the first place. So, 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 so important. Sometimes a relationship ends, romantic relationships end, friendships end. And that is okay because we are changing, we are growing, our circumstances are changing and who we need to be in those circumstances is also always changing. And again, it will be that some people are meant to walk the entire life journey with you. And that's why some people have been able to maintain, manage, pour into healthy, solid communities for years. And it's not... It's not, a, it's not that these communities and these friendships and this romantic relationship is not without stresses, that it's not without struggles, that it's not without challenges, 
But because of these are people that are meant to be in each other's lives for a long period of time, forever, sometimes, then they find a way through. They figure it out and they are intentional about it. So don't play about you. Don't waste your own time and please stop justifying people's mannerisms and behavior because you are scared of losing them. Because losing them will most probably mean having to cultivate new friendships. You know, I promise you and I speak from experience, when you let go of what is not meant for you or what has served its purpose and is no longer meant to be in your life, the right people will find their way to you and you to them. But you also need to completely let go. You can't be one foot in and one foot out. Let go completely. Don't hold on. You're not supposed to be holding on to anything. You are supposed to let it go. Heal if there is any healing that needs to be done so that you are not carrying that baggage into new relationships. Reflect if there is reflecting to be done and open your heart. Keep an open heart and God will do his thing, okay? I speak from experience. I speak from having been in a place where I've been afraid of letting go because I've been afraid of starting over I've been afraid of saying this is not serving me anymore and that's fine and I can let it go because I have not met all the people that are meant to love me yet and all the people that are meant to be in my life yet and all the people that are meant to move forward with me and so yeah I saw a post the other day that was saying we romanticize forever so much but some of the best relationships that you can come across are the ones that teach you to let go and I was like that is actually so profound wow and that that's true that's very very true sometimes just have to let go and open your heart to the new things that await you once you have released the old ones the impact of making sure that you are aware completely of the kinds of people you are choosing to keep in your life it's a big thing it's major please don't take it for granted I used to think people are doing too much when they would say so and so is no longer part of my life and I feel a sense of relief or since cutting off so and so things don't feel as heavy anymore and there's peace and I'm just I'm just not stressed I'm just relaxed and you know what my life experiences have shown me the truth of this when one, a person's time in your life has come to an end and you continue to keep them there, there is bound to be trouble. And two, when you invite and keep people in your life that were never meant to be there in the first place, you are causing a slowdown and disturbance in your life because you are filling your space with people or a person that is not meant to be there. These are serious things. This is serious. This conversation's getting serious. So please listen. <laughs> listen up. <laughs> Put the volume up. I also feel like it's important to highlight and clarify on the points of causing a slowdown and disturbance. Let's talk about it a little bit. Sometimes we just aren't compatible with certain people. And that doesn't make them bad or evil. It just means you are not meant to be associating with them. Because there is no relatability. There are no shared interests. The values are completely different. Their character traits, they have no space in your life. They have no place at the table that you're trying to set up. I could go on about it. Some people are just not on the same growth wavelength or space as you. 
which means being in association with them will hold you back and and that's inevitable whether that be emotionally or spiritually or financially or even physically it's the truth don't play about it the last thing is some people are still stuck in their pain and hardships and if that is what you are trying to get out of or you are on the road of getting out of that is just not your person to be cultivating friendship or a romantic relationship with you're not supposed to be building community with those people you can feel it let's be let's be honest about it let's just say it how it is we can feel when things are off we can feel it you can feel when the people that you are choosing to surround yourself with are just not your people anymore you've outgrown them you're not on the same wavelength as them and i've also realized another thing is sometimes you've got to chill a bit and spend some time on your own be solo be alone you're not supposed to be in a a romantic relationship you're not supposed to be friends with anyone you are supposed to be alone and you are supposed to figure out what it is exactly that you want from yourself number one and then from other people number two Because another thing that we tend to do is we put a lot of weight on other people. I want this from this person. I want that from this person. But you don't even know what you want from yourself first. So know what you want from yourself first that you can make those requests, those demands from other people. And I think knowing what you want first, being in a good place with yourself first, is going to make it very easy to be able to see when this is not working for you when this is not something that aligns with you because one you're very rooted in your values two you're rooted in understanding people's characters and not their personalities and knowing who they really really are and not who they could be pretending to be or what is on the outside like knowing who they really really are because the thing that is going to sustain community the things that sustain community the things that sustain relationships friendships the thing that keeps those things going has got nothing to do with a person a person's personality it really doesn't it's got to do with a person's emotional capacity their mental capacity it has to do with their spiritual capacity maintaining a friendship is not going to come from the the amount of times that you're able to go out with a person and I think experiencing things outside with people is great you do get to know them you do get to see the kind of people that they are but then you still need to have conversations with people you still need to see how far out a person is willing to be vulnerable you still need to see how empathetic or sympathetic a person is there is a lot there is a lot to look out for and the older I'm getting the more I'm realizing that there are many elements to building and maintaining healthy relationships and all of them need to be taken very seriously none of it is a joke right so yeah but it's also really just not limited to that the impact of keeping company you shouldn't be keeping is quite extensive mentally it is draining and i have found that keeping company i shouldn't resulted in me being in a very strange headspace mentally if you have been there you will know what i'm talking about i would dismiss my gut feeling a lot And even gaslight and manipulate myself into believing that I'm reading too much into certain things. Because I mean, this person or people show me that they care, isn't it? I can call on them when when I need them. I can speak to them. I can talk to them. We get along really well and have also known each other for a long time. Even when it was evident to me that my needs are not being met. 
when I was feeling used, when I was feeling drained after getting off a call with a person, I was still dismissing those things. That's not healthy and it puts you in a strange place mentally. And again, that's why I'm saying it's a very important thing to know what it is you want first, who who it is you are first, what it is you like first before you go around asking people for those things. Because I promise you the bridge is going to fall. It's going to come apart right from the middle. The bridge that you're trying to build, the foundation is the foundation is non-existent. I'm coming to you wanting you to meet this need, to speak to me this way, to refer to me in this manner, but I don't even do those things for myself. And that's why, because of you are my only source of giving me those things, when you are treating me poorly or when you are not being what I need or what I want, then of course I'm going to stick around. Because I'm not even giving those things to myself. I'm not getting those things from myself. I am not pouring into myself. I'm expecting someone else to do it. And when that person is not able to pour into me, or that person is not the person for me, I'm not going to be able to see it, or I will see it, and I will dismiss it. You know? So it's dangerous to want things from people and to want people to be the main source of giving you things and being a person a specific way and pouring into you into in a specific way when you are unable to do that for yourself so yeah like I said if you need to be alone and chill and be solo for a while be solo for a while so that moving forward especially if you're my age especially if you're in your late 20s I turn 28 soon I've mentioned this before then moving forward you are able to create and form healthy relationships cultivate good communities put in the work because you are coming from a place where you know what it is you want, where it, you know what it is you have to offer. And if people are not meeting you where you need to be met, you are able to be like, this is not working for me. I'm out. Okay, so yeah, it's not healthy to be not well and to, to feel strange mentally when you are in a so-called healthy relationship. I say so-called because it's not healthy if you if mentally... The reason why you are in a weird place mentally and you're gaslighting and manipulating yourself is because of the relationship. No, you don't need that. You really, really don't need that. It's not healthy. Cultivating relationships of any kind takes work, but it shouldn't be a constant battle. That's another important thing. If the company you are keeping is throwing off your mental peace and state of being, those aren't the people you are meant to be associating with. The people we choose to allow into our lives affect us so much. So don't overlook or try and silence that little voice trying to speak up and express its discomfort. Listen to your gut feeling. It's right. It's right. Emotionally, that's another aspect. It's another aspect of what I'm talking about. Um, Being in the company of people that are not meant to be in your life will make you feel sad. It will. It really will. Or you'll be overwhelmed. And you're not overwhelmed for two minutes because of you had a disagreement with your close friend or because you and your partner had a disagreement. You are constantly overwhelmed. You are, Or you're not able to express or be vulnerable and freely really show yourself to them and freely express how you feel to them. Sometimes you are and they are judgy or unsupportive or just don't care. And that's not healthy. That's not good for anyone. 
when we are in relationships with people, especially people that we trust and that is shared, it you know, you should be able to be free to express yourself. I should be able to express myself and know that you won't be met with animosity. You also shouldn't be feeling emotionally drained or like you are the only one contributing towards the relationship emotionally. Let me give you an example. You open up to your partner about the fact that you didn't like how they spoke to you. You say to him, listen, babe, I didn't like how you spoke to me earlier on or I didn't like how you treated me. And instead of apologizing, he either gives you the cold shoulder or he pretends like he doesn't know what you're talking about. That is bound to make you feel sad. It's bound to make you never want to speak up again because why would you want to say anything to someone who's dismissive or who's avoidant? It's the same if you go up to your friend and you say to them, I really didn't like what you did. That was my shine. That was my time. And you took it and you make it your own thing. And then they want to be defensive about it. And the first thing that comes out of their mouth is not, I'm sorry. It's not the intention was not to make you feel that way. Now I understand where you're coming from and I'll be more mindful. Mm -mm, Girl, that is obviously going to affect you emotionally. It's going to make you feel some type of way. And it's going to overwhelm you to want to bring it up again. Because what are the chances that it won't happen again? Hey, I mean, fair question. Very fair question. Another aspect of it is physically. I want to talk about this. I really want to talk about this. This one will really do a number on you. And I found that it can show up in many different ways. Stress. Stress does manifest physically. For me, when I'm stressed and I'm uh, an acne prone skin, oily skin girl, I break out when I'm stressed. So you can see on my face when I'm stressed out. You can see. And again, I've experienced that where I've been in relations with people been in community with people, been in in, in um, situations where I'm breaking up because I'm so stressed, because this relationship is just too much. I'm not happy. It's not good. Some people experience weight loss. Other people experience an excessive weight gain because they're eating so much to, I guess, to soothe what they're feeling. Sometimes they're eating so much I'm not talking about happy weight gain. I know that some people gain weight because they're good and they're happy in the relationships that they're with. But also, I am of the opinion, I'm of the perspective that when you are in a good place with the people around you and you are in a good place with yourself, you are not going to gain an excessive amount of weight. You might gain in all the right places and that's great. Love that for you. But... You know, you're not constantly stuffing your face. You're not stressed. You're not unhappy. You you are good. Like, you're good. Um, so the chances of excessive weight gain when you're in a really good place with yourself in your relationships, highly unlikely. As a matter of fact, you will probably want to take better care of yourself. Eat a balanced diet. Stay active. Be in a place where you are making sure that your mind is good your mental health is good doing things that will enhance that another thing is you're never energized you're always feeling tired and you know what energy never lies girl energy never ever lies you're feeling tired all the time you're feeling also overwhelmed being overwhelmed it also manifests in the body and that will really drain you and it will have you feeling 
tired you'll feel exhausted no 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 pick up on the energy pick up on it don't ignore it don't ignore it another aspect another thing that happens being around people that are not good for you is also a form of stifling your dreams and your goals especially if they are constantly discouraging you or if you share a vision or dream with them and they immediately tell you how impossible that would be to achieve please release yourself you don't need to talk to anyone about anything oh i don't like oh no 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 a person knows what they are doing when they are trying to squash and kill your dream it's not a mistake I also want to say that be careful not to overlook people that are only keeping you close because they are envious of you. Listen here, this is this is not me trying to instill fear in anyone. This is not me being weird or like paranoid and I'm not trying to encourage anyone to be weird or paranoid in their friendships. Obviously, you know your people, you know in a really good friendship, in really good community, in a good romantic relationship, you know that person's character, you know those people's character. So I'm not saying now be paranoid. I'm not saying now go deep and investigate. I'm just saying when you can pick up on something and you are seeing it, please see it for what it is and don't try and dismiss those red flags. If a person is envious of you, they will show themselves and it will become evident. If your friend wants to pursue everything you want to pursue, that's envy and that's weird and a big red flag and you should remove yourself from that scenario very quickly. There is nothing to negotiate about that. There is nothing to think about about that. If a person is constantly doing this, maybe you speak to them and say, this is like, this is weird. You're making me uncomfortable and they don't stop. Don't take it any further. But also, again, for me, as much as I value having conversations with people, you also need to look at the dynamic of that friendship, consider that person's character, consider where you are with them, consider where you are with yourself, and you will be the one to decide whether you are willing to have a conversation or not. So yes, conversations are important. Speaking through things is extremely important, but please factor those things in before you are going to initiate a conversation about something because some people are just not in a position they have not put themselves in a position have not put themselves in a place to listen they just want to be defensive be careful not to be consumed by a friendship that you end up forgetting that you exist and your goals exist same with romantic relationship you cannot be pouring everything you have into supporting your friend or friends or partner and then you are not getting any of that back from them I said it earlier on relationships are meant to benefit everyone in them. When you're in community with people, it's supposed to be healthy. You aren't the only one that's supposed to be running to their rescue every time. You aren't the only one that's supposed to be borrowing money all the time. You aren't the only one that's supposed to be opening your home up all the time. You aren't the only one that's supposed to be be able to be easily accessible. Pick up your phone at 2 o'clock in the morning when your friend has a crisis. Those are things that you should also be getting from other people from the people that you are in relations with there should be a healthy balance i also really wanted to get into energies and aura and the impact of that you know energy never lies like i said if something feels off please pay attention to it often when something feels off that's because it is uh, that's because it is don't try and make it something else it's off it's off okay it isn't it isn't 
a mistake that you are hearing this, feeling this thing that your gut is saying to you, pay attention. When something's off, it just is. It could be that that person just isn't your person or those aren't your people. And if something feels right and it is reflected in the quality of the relationship or community, then that's probably because things are all good. Things are all good. Look look at things. Look at Look at them. Look at them, not subjectively, objectively. Look at them. Good and life-changing community, okay? Good and life-changing community is something that requires work. It will not be easy, but it won't be like very difficult either. It won't be difficult either. I saw a very spot-on perspective about community on someone's Instagram story the other day. So someone else had reposted it and the person who wrote it out was saying that community and shared spaces are cultivated and that you need to put in the work for those relationships to stand firm and sturdy. That community doesn't just happen to anyone. You need to make an intentional everyday effort, essentially to get to that level of intimacy with people. You can't just want to do one thing once in two months for those you claim to love and think that that will be enough to build and sustain that community. And you can't also want to point at other people and say, always, always, always in a position or in a place where you're constantly saying, but how constant where you're constantly saying, but how did they do this? How did how are they doing this? How is this possible? It's possible because they're putting in the work. They've been doing this for a while or they do this and with intention, right? With intention. They want to be doing this. And it's so true. Building relationships and forming communities takes work. It also takes patience. It takes time. It requires that you make the time to pick up your phone, to send that text, to initiate that meetup, to reinforce that support and show up for others. It requires you to step outside of yourself, to be sympathetic, to bond, not just over a joint or alcohol or food. I'm not disputing I'm not disputing that connecting with others can, can't can happen like this. However, it's not the only way that it can happen. And you don't only need to be meeting your friends under the circumstances of smoking a joint with them or drinking alcohol with them or eating food with them. Just like you don't need to just be meeting your friends to talk about other people with them. Hmm? Okay? It, it, it doesn't have to just happen like that. It's okay for it to happen over conversations where you can actually pour into people and they into you. Where you are just sitting with them and being for real, being vulnerable, creating a safe and judgment-free zone and inviting them to do the same. Sometimes, a lot of the times, meeting for drinks or going to the movies or going to groove together, those are just recreational activities that are fun and an opportunity to let loose. And also, you can, of course, like I said, don't forget, like I said earlier on, earlier on, it's an opportunity to get to know people in a different space. Sometimes we need to move from one space to another, different spaces that you can see people in their different elements because we are different when we are in one place, we're different when we're in another place, we are human beings. But sometimes those aren't the settings we need to be in to really talk and get into it. Sometimes those aren't even the spaces where a person is able to get most vulnerable. 
So in essence, in desiring to have good people around us, it must be an intentional and consistent effort. Growing up, moving into a different frame of thinking, frame of mind, different space in terms of healing and growing and just being intentional is teaching me the importance of what I just said. Make the time, make the space in your heart, have expectations and communicate them. Please talk, talk to your people and just be consistent, be consistent, want it wanted you you need to want it real bad you've got to want it you've got to want it and like I said just be in a good place with yourself as well be in a place at least where you know what it is that you need what it is that you want out of these relationships because you know yourself that well you've spent enough time with yourself to know exactly what it is that you want what you like what you enjoy, not not what other people enjoy, not what the world is telling you to enjoy, but what you like, what you enjoy, what sets your soul on fire, and what will eventually allow you to be honest with others and tell them that this in this friendship, this is what I want from you, this is what I am looking for. Set the tone. Okay? Yeah. This is where we are ending this week's episode. If you enjoyed this one, please give it a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast grow and for it to reach new listeners. Please also comment and let me know what your thoughts were on this one. A cupful is available on all listening platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. So please tell a friend to tell another friend to tell that friend. Okay. You can also find me on Instagram. My personal account is at techie underscore mo. That is at T-S-H-E-G-E underscore M-O. And the a couple one is at A underscore couple. That is at A underscore C-U-P-F-U-L-L. I also always forget to say that a couple has a TikTok account. Yeah. And on TikTok, it is at A couple pod. At A couple pod. Yeah. So please go on there it's just really snippets of the week's episode of some thoughts that i'm sharing so if you're you're trying to hear me on that platform go on ahead and give the account a follow please have a beautiful remainder of this week work hard when you need to and rest just as hard when it is the time to do that nourish your body and mind Make good choices and don't forget to keep doing the things that fill your cup.